0: Podcast. This is a brand new podcast that we are excited to get off the ground. So I am big, and always with me is my part P I C. Red. Here
1: he is, the red man. How you doing tonight?
0: What is up, dude?
1: Man, I don't know. I'm excited to do this podcast. I think uh, you know, talking together and letting people hear us talk you know, maybe it will bring, uh, them to, uh, some of their own thoughts and help them, you know, in their journey. And, uh, I think our journey has been exciting. There's a lot to tell, you know, we're both almost 40 now. So we got 20 years together. And then 20 years before to, you know, that we knew each other to talk about. And I think, uh, through that, it may open up some people's minds and make them think about some things they've been through. And, uh, and, uh, you know show them that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean that that's really what it is, right?
0: Right? Uh 100% I agree. And um just uh like a little bag, you know, just like how you know Red was saying is like we've been friends at uh, a long time and we um <clears throat> been through a lot of shit together, you know, seen a lot of crazy shit and you know, seen the good, we've seen the bad, we've seen the ugly and um we you know met in high school and um it was in a math class and i still remember you know to this day is that when i first saw this guy i'm like all right you know i mean maybe he's a cool dude like you know and um, our math teacher, you know, wanted us to go in groups or, or in pairs to do work on an assignment. And she asked, you know, if anyone wanted to be, you know, Red's partner and I, and I raised my hand right away. Cause you know, I'm, I'm like, ah, right, you know, I want to make new friends too. So I saw him and then, you know, right then and there, it's like we clicked yeah, we did. like, yeah, like. And I was just like, man, I'm like, I wonder how this dude is. And like, you know, I kind of felt in a way, you know, like with him being the new kid in the school, you know, my heart kind of went out to him like, like, uh, you know, because I I know how it was like to to feel like the new kid. And, you know, you know, because you don't have friends, you know, you don't know anybody. So that's why I wanted to branch out and and offer, you know, my friendship. So. So.
1: So it was. Someone reached out to me, and you know, it, felt, it felt good. It really did. Um, yeah, and,
0: and to, for sure. Right, right, and like you know, we just seemed to hit it off right away, and we became best friends. Yeah. And, but, Red, let me ask you a question, bro. Is that what? What were your thoughts when you first met me? Well,
1: I mean, you know,
0: I mean, I guess it starts with, you know, we met,
1: like I said, in high school. And, uh, you know, my first thought is, you know, I'm coming from a a whole different type of environment and I get to Satterton and I'm like, uh, teachers are saying good morning to me by name. Uh, Principals are saying my name uh, and I'm thinking, Wow. It's a different world because I came from a school that, you know, was it was a lot of students, almost like a war zone. And uh, when I went to Southerton, I seen it and I'm like, it's a different place. But you're right. When you get to a place like that, even though the teachers and the principals are welcoming, the students are sometimes like, you know, this kid don't speak like us. He don't act like us. And uh, so it takes a little while for the students around you to adjust. But I mean, when I got into that class, you know, the first person at entire school to kind of you know, jumped in and was like, uh, you know, I'll be your friend. And then, you know, it was thereafter, you know, you met me in the lunchroom and, and, uh, you gave me a place to sit. And, uh, you know, from that point on, I knew, uh, you know, I had, a a, a good, a good man next to me and I was you know, looking for the future. Um, but we yeah. had some good times in high school now.
0: Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah.
1: Like I'll, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Who would think? And even at, I mean, even at what we're we're 39 years old now, you still feel like you know you're as young as you were in high school. That's my wife and I. We always joke about that. Um, mm-hmm. and I married a, a beautiful a beautiful uh, young lady named Julie, and uh, and uh, I got a beautiful handsome son Isaiah. <clears throat> and how about mm-hmm. you? I mean, you got a beautiful wife. What's her name?
0: I do. her Her name is uh, Tanya, and I have two amazingly. Gorgeous daughters, um, you know, and they're Madison and Everly, and they are firecrackers. Yeah, they are smart, intelligent. Um, yes, they are. And um, I have been, you know, definitely, you know, blessed with them. And um, it's a good journey. You know, in I Florida
1: did... now, not Souderton no more, huh? Florida
0: no uh, yeah like you know um i was born raised pa and um decided to like you know it has always been like you know a dream of moving to florida and you know living the life down here and I mean, it's everybody's dream to make it happen was was huge and like it was the biggest move of my life and um coming down here was definitely a great dish you know decision and i don't i don't regret it at all um no i think it's
1: a huge it's a great decision i mean it gave you a chance to you know to take the outside clutter that's out here in pennsylvania you know out of the picture maybe. and you know, write new memories and, and good memories with your family and, uh, you know, you took them to a warm environment, a welcoming environment. It seems like, you know, you're having a good time, you know, out there in Florida and people are treating you good, so that's what's important, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> um, so it's definitely like, um uh you know, a blessing for sure. Yeah. I mean, I wish, you know, people knew how to fucking drive better down there, but I mean... That's in a previous video. That's a a whole different story, right? That's a whole different fucking level right there.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I think everybody from every state says that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, I mean. Wherever you go, somebody
1: doesn't drive like where you were from, right?
0: Exactly. You know, and there's a lot of different people from different states down here. So it's just one of those things where I just got to, like, take it as it is and then put it to the side and just, like, and I will say, like, seeing palm trees every day on the way to work and wherever I'm going kind of makes me in a good spiritual mood, I guess, if if I'm saying the right thing correctly. I I think it just put you in the right place, I think.
1: You know, seeing the palm trees, seeing the different environment. You know, it almost feels like you're seeing something new every day, and you know everything you look right. at's alive. You know, Florida is like, you know, my my wife and I had a, many great times in Florida, and I'll tell you, it's like, you know, you wake up every day and everything's alive. You know, in Pennsylvania, people love the seasons, but you realize the things around you die, and 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 you know, maybe four to six months out of the year, everything around you looks like it's fucking, you know, dead, and uh, and it, it can be depressing at times because you know your ground being soaking wet. <clears throat> can't walk. Mm-hmm. You're freezing. You know, out here right now, it's about to be <clears throat> you know nine degrees tomorrow. You know, that's mm-hmm. no fun waking up. You know, that's that shit's crazy. Well, I mean, we went. We oh, said twelve degrees right now, plus the wind chill. I mean, it's ridiculous. But Ugh. Florida's beautiful, Sheesh. man. I'm I'm so proud of you guys. I think you you did good. I think that's that's a great thing. You know me, I'm out here doing some farming right now, trying to help out. You know, a couple different things. Mm-hmm um i think you know farming for me i never saw myself as as doing anything with farming but i think working in therapy is kind of you know something that made me feel good and and makes Julie feel good and you know we can help people and and that's that's a pretty good experience um but we do love florida man i'll tell you what you are living
0: the dream um i am and it's it it feels like yeah man um but Just, you ain't got
1: no fucking football team. Miami, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to root for Miami? You're going to stay an Eagles fan? Are you still an Eagles fan? Is that what you call yourself?
0: Uh, oh, my God. Absolutely. I will freaking live and, live and breathe freaking Eagles. And uh, That tattoo in your arm I'll, if they
1: win the Super Bowl, you're going to put like a trophy next thinking, to them? I was
0: thinking, yes. I did. Th- was thinking about that. I was thinking about putting some room, Roman numerals.
1: So, like live on the air right now, you're gonna like you're gonna commit to if they win the Super Bowl, you'll do that. And if they lose, what are you gonna put like over the eagle symbol, like
0: losers? Not, <laughs> no, you nah, I probably wouldn't. If they lose, you know, I'm not gonna like. Dwell so tell it. me about the so Philadelphia like, Eagles. You think they're you think they're gonna win the Super Bowl? Hey, I, I would love for them to win the Super Bowl. I mean if they can get it done and, and play like they did against, you know, the giants and San Fran, <clears throat> then I think we definitely have a shot. So, um, as long as the, that team shows up, I think we might, we, I, I think we could win it. I mean, I don't want to like, you know, jinx it or anything, but like, no,
1: I feel yeah. I think they could win. I think they do. You know, I like the, uh, I like the team. I think they're a bunch of uh, young guys. I think there's <clears throat> a lot of potential, you know, I just don't like the vibe. You know, Julie and I, were watching the game the other day, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? You got a bunch of guys that are out here, and I got to watch what I say here, because I'm live broadcast, so if I say the wrong thing, next thing you know, the whole shit goes to bang, so, right, the <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to keep myself calm, <laughs> but what I'm going to start with is, uh, you know, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> So the Eagles, I've been a fan my whole life. My grandfather, man, he's been a fan fucking ninety years. So I'm a diehard, I bleed Eagle all day long. But what I'm gonna tell you is on the sidelines, there's no energy. It's like these guys, you know, they get paid so much money, they sit on the sideline and they're like fucking pounding instead of fucking, you know. Back when we were young men, those guys were standing up on the bleachers, you know, not sitting down with their heads between their ass. You know, when there was a problem, they were all amping up the sidelines. They were there when the defense, if they weren't resting, they were up on the line watching the offense. Right now we got this aroma that everybody on the team thinks, you know what, I'm a fucking goddess. And listen, I've been a diehard Philly fan, but what I see with the Eagles is I see trouble all day. Not only do I see next year we're probably not going to have a season because we're not going to be able to re-sign everybody. But here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Devontae Smith on the right side out there, man. He's 160 pounds. He weighs in what I am. Now I'll fight any big, uh, okay, let's keep me right. But I'll I'll <laughs> tell you, 160 pounds, you know, you know what the Reds trying to say, you know?
0: Yeah, I hear you. So
1: 160 pounds, just, it ain't going to put up out there. Every time he tries to go for a ball, they just blow on him and he falls over out there. The guys blowing on him are like 300 pounds, six foot seven. You know, they're just monsters, you know, unless you grab them by the face, post, right. you know what I mean? anyway right fucking yeah so and then the other side like i said we got that great aj brown i love him to death but he came in here and he has this problem right now and he says listen i got a problem what's the problem well you know if i do bad in a game i pout for four months and he comes to philly and everybody's like yes you're a star and then all of a sudden he has a bad game he's like oh why don't they make funny me it's like aj brown shut the fuck up you know what i mean yeah, I mean, you're hearing it right here. Red is letting it be known. And I'm staying calm with this because the other words that I would use right hey. now, they would, like, ban me unless I was on Donald Trump's, you know. But <laughs> either way, let me just tell you what. I hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl. I really do. Jason Kels, you know, I throw out mad props to him. Um, you know, the center, I think he's great. Um, his chant last, you know, five years ago at the Super Bowl when he's talking about, you thought I was too small. You know, it just made me want to piss in his face because I'm like, dude, You're sitting up there yelling about people thought you were too small, Jason Kelsey. You are the smallest to date, and you've been the smallest, you know, snapper uh, since the, the history of the NFL. So I love Jason Kelsey. Don't get me wrong, but I hate when people say something like that. And then he said up there, well, you know, everybody's been saying Lane Johnson's been steroid, and he's using too much steroids. Well, he was using too much steroids, you know. But anyway, you know, I love the Eagles. I really do. But you know what the thing is about Philadelphia is? Fans get pissed off when you talk bad about them. I'm a bigger fan than any of them. I live and ate and drank and survived off the streets of Philadelphia, and I've been a fan of every single one of those teams my entire life. But you know what happens at the end of the day when you're a fan of that team? You get shit on, you know? You go to an Eagles game. Your fucking car gets stolen. Your fucking kid's in the backseat, you know? (laughs) And they ain't doing shit. You know why they're not doing shit? This is why I can't talk on radio. (laughs) Okay. Because <laughs> they ain't doing shit for one reason. You know what I mean, Big?
0: Right. They're like, yeah, this right happened. What,
1: what are you folk doing down this side of town? I'm like, I'm trying to see the game. That's what me folk is doing. I'm sorry, my child and my pitchfork is in the back. See that fucking car get my shit back. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay, well, you must have been doing something wrong because ain't nobody driving down this side of town. <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't got that out in florida you know why because everybody's equal out in florida philadelphia you got something wrong with it man you, these new york giants they, yeah, do. they do don't they new york giants they, they fucking do. do new york giants new york giants football players were telling their mommies not to come to the goddamn stadium because they're afraid how these people are going to act everybody thinks it's funny oh well we threw a snowball at snow at santa claus it's like how fucking immoral are you that you have a snowball fight at santa claus in the middle of a field and they're all like, That's the best fandom ever, fuck face. You know? But anyway, I believe that, you know, Philadelphia, I love it to death, but you know, the Eagles should be right now saying, you know what, we want to feed the hunger. We wanna stop the violence. And if you want to cheer from us, don't bring us that shit. And in our parking lots, don't right. be sitting out there doing fucking dope on our fucking you know, on our you know, before you come into our football game. You're not selling helium balloons and selling fucking Weed and all this shit out there. So our to so young upcoming children. And then the other thing I got to say The Philadelphia fucking Eagles is, you know what? We went to school in Southern. Have you ever seen any donations to the fucking football team from the Philadelphia Eagles to make people want to play football longer? No. 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 And you know, half of them white hunkies we went to school with, they all became, mm-hmm. you know, half a superstar because all they got to is remember when they offered not NFL. What was it like? Instead of NFL, it was like. Fuck NFL or something. It was something real small. What was it? What was the name, Kurt? What did they make? John Bon Jovi owned the Philadelphia team. You gotta know this right now.
0: Oh, the fucking um you're talking about the soul.
1: Right. And do you know the redhead kid that played for our football team? He was a he was a redhead and he was crazy, but he was tall and like weird. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know if he's redhead or blonde, maybe. Do you know who I'm talking about? I can't think of it. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. I know no one from our school, but I'm putting out one kid. Anyway, the one kid that we went to school with, he was really good on the football team, like an oversized white boy, and and uh, he made it to the Philadelphia. So I saw him later in life, and he was making pretty good money. I think like seventy or hundred grand a year, but again, he didn't get no shot at like the Philadelphia Eagles, right? anyway no i listen listen uh, the bottom line is i hope the eagles win and i don't, I don't think bad of any of them jelson jason kelsey i love them my whole heart i just think like i said all of them could mm-hmm. have a bigger heart and really help out like most of those guys are making 13 million dollars this year and i haven't seen one situation where they're trying to help out anybody to one turn them on to the sport or nor you know what i mean like i'm with Ryan, you. Like, if I was an NFL football player, you know, the first thing I would do is make sure that not only am I proud of that I made it, but I would make sure that the children that want to play football would have cleats. You know, when I grew up, I grew up in the fucking hood. You know, you can't get cleats. You know, the only thing you get fresh for yourself, a mouthpiece. Otherwise, you're shopping around. So at football, you're playing in baseball cleats because your mom can't afford the fucking the cleats. And none of these guys that make all that million dollars. You mean tell me you can't walk through Salerton and drop? $100,000 A $100,000 that would last the next 5 years or 10 years or every kid gets cleats
0: mm-hmm. you know shit they can do that in fucking one, one paycheck,
1: paycheck. <laughs> listen some of these guys make $2 million a football game
0: right.
1: I mean that's fucking ridiculous man I spit on you you know everybody says I was saying this to Julie the other day I'm like you know everybody sees a superstar me and Julie live next to Leonardo DiCaprio oh boo fucking who Motherfucker won't get out of his car, doesn't fucking weave, acts like he's mustard Mr. fucking jacha jacha. You know, I know he's buying my wife's eggs, motherfucker. I know he stops buying gets in that carton. He's probably the fucker that don't pay. God damn it. Listen. Clowns. Let me tell you something, honestly, Big. I mean, I love all Philadelphia sports, and I love that you're a die-hard fan. I really are. But you know what? Miami's going to maybe be coming up one day. But, I mean, Philadelphia, we'll see if we win. Do I think we can beat Andy Reid? Bullshit. No one is. Yeah. I mean, we might beat him because the quarterback's injured, honestly. But let's be for real here. You know it's Andy Reid, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is no other. This is a coach that is like,
0: dude. I mean, I'm not going to dwell on it. If we yeah. Don't. Like I said, like, I mean, I'm I happy. I think
1: we're going to win because I think everybody on the team is fucking roided to the asshole. And I think that they're ready to go ahead and rip someone's ass open. And that's the deal with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. There are a bunch of young minded guys that are taking under the table shit. If you look at them when they're playing, they turn into monsters. I mean, they're just animals. And that's just what it is. If you look at Andy Reid's team, they're monsters. But, again, he lets them eat chicken, fried chicken. He fucking, you know, he has fucking pizza parties, McDonald's parties, you know, everything. And uh, what happens to players? They become, you know, a little bit overweight, a little bit this, but they're ready to play hard. I don't know. Mahomes, I got to tell you the truth. What do you think about him? You like him? The quarterback Kansas city?
0: I don't really care for him.
1: I think he's a fucking bobblehead. His stupid ass haircut, his stupid ass. Yeah. And let's talk about something real quick. And I'm gonna be limited with this because you know what? Next to you I'll be fucking flagged. My house will be burnt down. But I'm gonna tell you Preach it. Okay, here he comes. So here it comes. Uh they're really making a big deal about that. There's this is the first time that there's two black quarterbacks in uh, you know, in the in the in the Super Bowl, you know? I'm getting real fucking sick of hearing this fucking shit, okay? Listen, Mm -hmm. it's a Super Bowl. It's time to bring everybody together for joy and a sport that is uh, an American sport where American teams are playing together and having a good time. We're supposed to not be about color. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, well, it's the first. There is no color. There is no it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Do you know what I mean? It's supposed to be whether he's a midget, whether he's Chinese, black, Indian. And none of that matters, man. We're America. We're supposed to be the land of the free. And the first thing these fucking media does is like, oh, that's so big of a fucking deal. There's two black quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay, well let me tell you something about black quarterbacks. Both these motherfuckers are 50 percent. What? 50 percent. Hold on, let me get my fucking my piece earpiece in so I know what I'm saying the right thing. They're 50 percent something. So we're not gonna say what because there's no better race than the next. But it's not like they're fucking out of fucking canyon you know what i mean so don't sit here and say like it's some big deal those kids have never starved they have no idea what it is to be anything other than a silver spoon fucking pretty boy their one daddy's half black their other daddy's half black their mommy's white their daddy's this that's fine it doesn't matter it doesn't matter your daddy's been half black it doesn't matter any of that shit but don't say that it's the first two black quarterbacks in nfl history and they're acting like it's the blacks that are over there that they can't feed their fucking children do you know what i mean like if you guys want to support black people which i do and agree with then feed people in fucking africa don't worry about these motherfuckers that are out here and say well i'm black because my color my skin is black but i make 13 million dollars a year but i have security that walks me into the fucking stadium because i'm worried about the people that live around the stadium and then the other day you know Steph Curry saying well you know I don't want affordable housing in my backyard well excuse me motherfucker I thought the biggest thing is you're a black NBA player and Steph Curry I'm sorry have you looked in the fucking mirror lately because you're almost as pale as my ass and I'm a fucking redhead so shut the fuck up
0: right
1: you know what I mean
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: It's nothing to do with race. It has to do with they, everybody points this stuff out, it, and then it makes it, the young really children doesn't. think of this. It doesn't. I fucking, you know it, what I mean? I love them all, you like, know? There's some I don't trust, and I'm not saying a black man I don't trust, but I'm going to tell you, you know, we've been bobbed my fucking ISIS. So if I see a towel-headed motherfucker, and I'm not talking about a Muslim, I'm going to tell you right now, man, Aslan Lincoln. I have friends that are Muslim, but I'm going to tell you right now that I am not going to be racist in any way, shape, or form, but if somebody comes up to me and tells me they're an ISIS fucking dick mouth, I'm gonna say fuck you, and I'm a racist to that because they're a hate against a, a, a religion, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, But I'm gonna tell you, Philly, like I said, they're a good team, but I hate that they're making it about, oh, it's two black guys, you know, it's this, it's yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that. I, I didn't really agree with that either. And I know, like, you know, our fucking our opinion ain't gonna mean shit but like our opinion means at least we're being told yeah. like you know at least we're talking about our it. voice is gonna yeah and our voice will be heard like you know it will be
1: heard and maybe it put the thought in someone's head because if somebody would just put out the the fire and just say hey let's be happy it's a super right. bowl you know what
0: who gives a fuck like if they're fucking black white, right
1: freaking, i know when i Mexican right. and when i pray the day before the super bowl of course i'll give my prayers to both teams I'll give my prayers that everybody comes out healthy and all fans get there safely and everybody has a, a, an enjoyable time and, and can and, and, and really does have a good time. And I'm not going to sit there and say, I hope this person or number 58 or this black guy does better than this white guy. I'm going to say I hope every fan there is. Hold on. I got to say goodnight to my son here. Stand by one second here. Ooh, dice Oh, so the the reality is is like i said i'm not going to do that i'm going to pray for everybody in their soul and really the media is making it all crazy like that situation where that black gentleman was killed by black police officers like do do not make this about race a black man was killed by black police officers this is the problem with policing and I'm going to let it there's so much we can talk about for hours and days and we're going to continue to this. but the problem you know I'm going back and forth with different things, but I'm saying the problem with policing if we're going to talk about this and again, they're bringing race into policing, which is ridiculous because again, this is a black man with five black officers. Mm-hmm. The problem is with policing is there's a longevity on how long you can do a job. you know an officer gets higher ranked as he stays there longer and he just gets more upset. With his job and more stressed and more thinking he knows it all and he starts comparing you know one street to the next no matter what the color is on the street the street is the street so he he acts nuts on that so they need to remove him they say like a paramedic it's seven years a cop is like six years when you got a cop that's been on the force for 20 years he thinks he knows it all like fuck he thinks because you're in Florida and you got a Pennsylvania tag that next thing you know you're a drug trafficker. Like, dude, I'm a family man. I fucking love my wife, my children. I work hard. I support my family. And just because I have a PA tag right now doesn't mean that I'm an asshole. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. To a new cop, he's going to be like, the worst thing he's going to do, he's going to pull you over. He's going to say, hey, you know, you need to go, oh, okay, no problem, sir, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But we got a lot to talk about in this journey. I think the biggest thing about this podcast that people are listening to us, whoever listens to this is going to be, you know, listen to our journey. And like I said, in the beginning of this, man, take yourself through your journey and uh, and listen to ours because ours is exciting. It comes from two different minded people that were, that our journeys were put together by God. And those journeys, you know, will stay together as long as God keeps us here. Um, and it's proven that way. Kurt came from a good family. I came from a good family, but he came from, you know, a mom and a dad, a beautiful home shopping at Costco, um, a hot tub. I saw Kurt's hot tub in his backyard. It's the first hot tub I've ever seen in my fucking life. You know, it's like, what the fuck is this, man? Got
0: a hot tub,
1: <laughs> man. You know, uh, right. but you know what, you know, you know, uh, you know, Kurt, you know, you were the first guy I met that was kind of born with a silver spoon, but never, ever cared about that several spoon. You cared about, you know, life and, uh, you know, that's what makes you rich as you. So I love you to death. And me, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I and Then I built myself, got the silver spoon, and then I realized I spit that spoon right out and said, you know what, basic normal life is better than any other life. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So. And, you know, and I love you too to death, you know. like Yeah, you know, I fucking love you, man. I can't bro-
1: believe it. But I didn't go to Southampton. You know, I didn't go to Southampton because of a, a whole story. But short story is, is, you know, my I found out my gym teacher at my high school, at my other school, was fucking this other teacher of mine. And I got in a fight with him and ended up being in this situation because I called him a couple names. And then next thing you know, when I was going to high school, the high school was like, you can't come to this school because, you know, you've done X, Y, and Z, and all those teachers, you know. Listen, my headpiece is beeping, so it means I'm gonna, it's gonna bomb out on me, man.
0: Oh shit! Fucking batteries dying.
1: But we can go till the end, and then when it dies, just you know, end it and let it know that Red's uh, phone took a shit. Not weird. Listen, there's plenty of more where these came from, and like I said, I think we really need to talk about life. I think the biggest thing is we talk about, from you know where the point we met and then we'll talk a lot about, you know, our life and uh the people we met in our journey and then of course we'll talk about normal everyday stuff and then um we'll let some mm-hmm. listeners come on and we'll let them tell us some things. We
0: got some yeah, absolutely. We got some good topics that we're gonna get into and
1: um Yeah, today we hit a little bit of sports. We li- we hit yeah, a little had bit a little of little uh sports. A little bit of, like I said, the race thing, and it's nothing to do with race of black or white or Chinese or Indian. It's just a little bit of what those worlds right. coming to. You know, for some reason, it's and like I'm... if you're gay, you're not acceptable. If you're black, it's you're not equal. If you're white, you're underneath all of them because you were the some reason in goddamn great earth. You know, you're just a color and it makes you a racist, and it's nothing to do with that. You know, I don't understand why people think that people jumping over the border right now, you know, right near your Florida state are like, Oh, don't let the Mexicans in. Don't let these people in. It's like, every one of us are made up of all different countries because this was the free state. We all took ships here, did we not? Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, I don't know of an Indian president in America. I don't know of an a Chinese, Japanese, Puerto Rican, and I love all those countries, and I love all the people that are here that's migrated here. But I do know of Barack Obama. He's a great president. So I don't understand why, you know, that the media makes it a race thing when it comes to black and whites or blacks and anything, when it, when the reality of this is there is no higher you can get in America than, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the community that represents, you know, black community, which is a black man, you know, made it all the way to office, you know? Um, so I don't know. Do you know of anything else in America? You know, Is there any higher position in the world than the president of the United States?
0: Congress
1: thanks well not 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 entire than the president uh, he's the ball um... he has the nuclear code so he basically so they already are you know they've done all that they're in congress they're everywhere so and they've done that and i'm very proud of them just like i'm proud of women you know what i mean mm. i really am you know what i mean if they want to sit there and say it's a the race is this it's not true you know women used to have to do nothing so as much as they used to have to walk on a different side of a street fucking women couldn't even talk or do anything. They weren't even allowed out of the kitchen. You know what I mean? Right? Now now a woman's a vice president of the United States of America. So don't don't give me that. Um right. yeah. and I'm the last man you're going to find racist. Some people say well your comments are racist or this is racist. It's like it's not. I love everybody equally. I love what God created. What I don't love is when I look at somebody And they're racist. When I look at a Spanish guy that speaks English and because I'm there, he turns it to Spanish. It's like, fuck you, man. And I have Spanish friends that tell me that's a fuck you. You know, they're talking that language to not let you in. And that's it. And then I'm also, you know, not on a racist side, but I'm offended when I go into a community. I want to get a cheesesteak and uh, I get out the car and, and I'm looked at like, you know, I don't belong. And it's like, whoa, man, like I'm getting out the car. And I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy for you know this food and and the people around here. I don't I don't I don't care who anybody is. I'm just,
0: I'm just here for a fucking cheesesteak. Get the fuck out of my face.
1: Right, like I just want a cheesesteak. Like I get hey. out, my wife gets out, and they're like you, you,
0: you. You
1: know so what I mean? I got your speaking, shit. It's like listen, bro. Speaking, easy.
0: Like speaking of a, a cheesesteak, since we're on that topic. How do you like your cheesesteak?
1: So my wife likes cheesesteaks with a toasted bun with mayonnaise. And she, Mm. that's how she rolls deep, just like that. No whiz, American cheese, if she can have it. She'll take whiz from Pat's steaks all day. No onions, whiz without. Me, I'm going to do a whiz without. I'm going to do no mayonnaise. I'm going to do a straight cheesesteak. And I don't do, so about six years ago, I stopped eating mayonnaise. Um say about something fucking stupid and somebody from Philly, you know, they call it a Philly thing, you know? They can't handle this shit. But in sense, they don't let that shit happen down there. So I'm gonna say Pat stakes, you're probably the safest. As you scoot out, man, it's getting pretty nasty. It's getting nasty in Philly. I'm gonna tell you I won't (laughs) take my wife down to Philly for nothing. And you know me, I go down there with a fucking sawed off shotgun. First motherfucker acts silly, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? You ever see Omar down there from the fucking the wire? You ever watch the wire, Omar?
0: no i never watched the wire
1: i'll tell you what look up omar and i'll tell you what i'm not fucking playing a game these guys down there i love them to death and i respect everybody equally but the first motherfucker that winks twice at me is taking one to the fucking dome and i don't give a fuck (laughs) you know what i mean right i'm telling you the truth man that's the way they made it down there now they're talking about they steal your car with your baby inside of you take my fucking car with my baby inside i'm gonna tell you what the fuck's gonna happen to you boy you ain't even gonna make it to the end of the fucking block And when I get you out that fucking car, you can go ahead and give me a life sentence, motherfucker. But you ain't stealing no one's car the rest of your goddamn fucking life. You won't fucking have that happen. You know why it's not going to happen? I'm going to tell you why it's not going to happen, motherfucker. I'm going to click your neck three times. So you know what that's going to do to you? It's going to keep you breathing out your fucking mouth, but it's going to paralyze you from the fucking neck down. I'm not playing no fucking shit. These guys, what they do is they take him out of the car, they arrest them, they slap them on the race. You know what? You steal a motherfucker's car. you You know what? In other countries, they cut your fucking arms off me. I'm telling you right now, I'd, I'd fucking break the C3, C4, and a fucking C7 fracture. Leave them breathing right out their fucking nose, and otherwise they ain't moving no more because you know what, bitch? You can't steal another car. You know why? Because you're breathing out a tube, stupid bitch. Right? I mean, this is ridiculous. You I mean, you're telling me I can't take my baby down there and go to the Rocky statue and enjoy visiting Rocky, Rocky and take a picture with my wife because some motherfucker's gonna come up and steal my fucking car? And Philadelphia police, let me tell you something. I love them to death. You know, I got to watch what I say right now. Go ahead. Calm it down, right. But I'm going to love them to death. But, you know, people are stealing cars in Philadelphia. It's like, oh, we need to stop people from stealing cars. It's like, go to the fucking chop shops. I was born and raised in Philly, motherfucker. Shake down the chop shops. Somebody's breaking these cars down and putting them in shipping containers. Don't be a fucking moron. Get off the little punks that are coming in getting getting $1,000 for bringing in one car at a time. Shut it the fuck down and figure out where the cars are being chopped at. Where they're being chopped at, shut them down, and you've stopped the fucking problem. And with the guns, you guys are a bunch of morons. Send someone to jail.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ, if you go to Southampton, you got a handgun unregistered, you're going to jail for 25 years. You go to Philadelphia, you got an unregistered handgun, they're going to be like, let me think. Yeah, Do I... Yeah, way. you're going out the same night out the front fucking door. You know what I mean? I mean, it's goddamn ridiculous <laughs> now. And don't let me say the names later, you know, because the the Lord is who I respect, but I'm just saying, you know, and I feel like the people live out there in Philly agree with me. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. And and the the reality of it is, you know, go ahead with Florida, man. You ever watch Cops 911 growing up? That's all Florida PD. Florida PD ain't no joke, man. If they got something funny, man, it is happening. And people know that. Out here in Philly, it's almost like, it's 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 like, you know, they don't have enough cops to stop the situation. You know, they show up to a scene that's one cop versus 25 people. And it's like, you know what? Next thing you know, it's like, oh, you guys can keep doing what you're doing. Just please don't hurt anybody.
0: I will say this, though, like, um, which kind of pissed me off today. I was driving home and this fucking dumb bitch in this white Honda um, decides that, you know, She's going to take this lane that's technically for fucking turning right and cut across and try and get in front of fucking everybody on a fucking two-lane highway. Or not a two-lane highway, but a two-lane road. And so she used this extra lane on the right that's strictly just for fucking turning right. right. My reaction—I was flipping the fuck out in the in the, in the fucking did car, yelling, and like I did not. Okay, so but the like, in and Florida, you're already adjusting fleet, Biggs. So, but but what I'm getting at here is that the fact of the matter is is that there was a fucking county fucking um, uh-huh. police officer. In my lane, who was two fucking cars in front of me, obviously had to have seen the fucking bitch do it, did nothing. The bitch didn't even fucking signal coming over and the fucking cop did absolutely nothing. And I was like, you know what? I knew it was going to fucking happen. I'm like, I'm yelling at the fucking cop. Like, I know you're not going to do shit. She's going to come over. She's not going to signal. She's going to get in fucking front of everybody. And you're not going to fucking do a goddamn thing about it. And I was right. And it it seems like it's
1: routine out there. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm telling you, when you go anywhere, you think people drive crazy, right? First time I got in a fucking car with my father-in-law, I'm up in the mountains. And this fucking guy's flying around. It's icy out. And we're doing like fucking 65 mile an hour. And I'm like fucking, I'm going to die. You know what I mean? I'm like, these fucking people can't drive up this motherfucker, right. you know? It's something that's from around here. But you know the good thing is that what I want you to do for me, Biggs, is I keep hearing you get upset with traffic up there. You know, it's it's a big thing for you. But I don't want you to keep flipping out because if you get one of these stupid Pennsylvania guys that are up there and just hoot and hollering and you do you hoot and holler at one of them, you just don't know now they big. Like people are yeah. serious. Like people are literally are getting shot every day just for flipping somebody off down here in Pennsylvania. That shit's getting serious, and it's not just Philly. I mean, I'm talking about it's coming all the way up right by Montgomeryville Mall. It's not, it, you know, they're not playing games right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to be careful. I mean, Listen, you need to you, know you need to smoke some pot. <laughs> I mean, I mean you do. You need to calm down. When you got a traffic jam, you need to take a vape pen like my wife, so I can smoke the pen off it. And next thing you know, that traffic jam is like, ooh, sunflowers, you know? Everything seems great, yeah. And you're like, oh, it's great," you know. Ooh, rainbow. Yeah, there's like a rainbow right here. like Let Ooh, me stop this rainbow, and people are like, "Honk, honk!" You're like, "What's wrong?"
0: <laughs> go around, go around. And
1: people are like, "You waited for 20 minutes. You're like, go around. Just go around me. i to
0: enjoy the view." <laughs> Like, what the fuck? If I got my way, I'm trying to look at my yeah. rainbow.
1: We've had that, man. Me and Julie on a blunt ride, man. We'll stop, man. We're looking at some shit. Our jaws drop, trying to check this shit out. People are like, huh? are like, go around, dog. Fucking smoke pouring out the car. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> hey, man. You know me, man. I'm all about it. I gotta give it. I gotta give it to marijuana. I think it's a great thing. I think it's, you know, it helps people. I think as for like legalizing in places. I'd be limited with that, you know. I think that someone that can handle weed should smoke weed. Someone that can, can't can't.
0: Hey, I have nothing against pot. I just have it. I just stopped doing it ever since my my firstborn.
1: I got an that. And... There's some people that can smoke it. Some people not. My wife smokes pot and she drives. And dude, watch the fuck out, you know. She's hitting the first mailman because she's looking to the left. And the next thing is you know, the fucking, you know. Don't get off my shit. She. Don't you don't like, drive. She I does mean, not I... drive. Sorry, she don't drive smoking weed. That's right. She don't drive smoking weed. Me? Yeah, Me? Yeah, you never hit anything once. You, so you don't smoke no drive. Me? I smoke weed and drive. I got to be honest. In America, I smoke weed and drive. I'm going a goddamn America.
0: I Oh, I've done it. I've done it, too. Yeah, but like, it's a good I thing. Mean, You're not necessarily, you
1: know what I mean? Everybody's different the way I'm, they react with it. You know what I mean?
0: To be honest with you, I always was, was driving better because I was more paranoid. Yeah,
1: but see, you know, with this new medical stuff, it, it gives you, like, an option. Like, I talked to a guy the other day. He lost uh he's a pharmacist at one of these like medical marijuana places and he he lost 300 pounds on marijuana and i'm like how the fuck did you lose 300 pounds smoking weed like i eat my fridge you know what i mean julie and i are like fucking put it in the oven right you know what i mean we eat a big ass dinner and like 15 minutes later joe's like you got the chips
0: I I put a piece (laughs) in
1: it's like fuck dude (laughs) you know what i mean jesus right (laughs) So, and then, (laughs) and this new medical stuff, like you can pick marijuana out that does not make you hungry. It
0: decreases the appetite. I want that. It's crazy,
1: right? Like, Julie's got a pen she's smoking right now. If she takes three more hits, she's going to fucking kill three jars of Tocito cheese and a bag of Tocito chips. You know,
0: what I mean? <laughs>
1: and, you know it's done. It's already done. You know, what I mean? It's already she's, gone. Yeah, she's like, get the bag right now. You didn't even say that. You know what I mean? Right? Where's my right. chips? fucking chips. I'll eat the crumb. It's stale. It don't matter. You know I mean? give I'll tell her shit. them bitches are outdated. She's like, no, don't give them to me. Give them to me now.
0: You know? Give them to me anyway.
1: I mean, pretty much, would you eat anything outdated besides cheese? Because that's how Julia is. She'll eat anything outdated besides cheese. Me, I get a little freaked out. You know what I mean?
0: I'll even eat outdated fucking cheese. I don't give a fuck. I love cheese. As long as there's no mold. Yeah, on. I
1: love cheese. As long as there's no mold. On, it's good. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll
0: fucking I'll melt that bitch. But like, shit, put it on something.
1: Yeah. I mean, my homies when I used to live in the hood, man. I used to go to their house and their mom's like, You want some cereal? i would be like, Yeah, be like, okay, use water to sell milk. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I need no water sell milk. You know what I mean? Guests drink water. Motherfucker, what kind of shit is that? All right. And then I tell my boy, Yo, is that fucked up? And she's, the, she makes me use fifty percent milk, fifty percent water in my milk. <laughs> oh, you fucking? are fifty percent
0: water, 50% milk.
1: If you from Philly, you know that's All the right. truth out there. I'm gonna tell you, that's how it's done.
0: And shit, God like damn. I learned about the fucking, I, I learned about the poor man sandwich. Mm-hmm. That shit, that shit was actually pretty good. This motherfucker told me like, he's like, Yo, make toast, put butter on it. And put a little bit of ketchup. You know, that's right. I'm like, holy shit, really? And you know, I mean, you know me, right? Yeah. I love fucking ketchup. You love it, you love it, you love it, you love it. And I'll fucking, I tried, I'm like, god damn, this shit is actually pretty fucking good. I'll tell you. And it's cheap. Yeah.
1: A poor man, you go down there. What you do is you get yourself down there to that fucking McDonald's, and you ask for that extra lettuce, extra tomato, and all that. And then you got yourself a salad for later, and you ask for extra barbecue. They caught on that down city. You know down yeah. city now? It's 50 cents or 25 cents for a fucking ranch dress. And Julie almost jumped through the window and punched this bitch right in her mouth. You know, Julie's ten pounds. And I'll tell you what, the day they charged her fucking 29 cents a piece for her fucking ranch dress, and this bitch was like screaming, bro. I had to hold her back, man. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: see. They were trying to oh, charge down the They got to charge dressing? you
1: for ranch dressing because motherfuckers were coming in there and they're like, "Let me get 15 ranch dressing packets." Next thing you know, they got ranch in the refrigerator. And listen, I came from the hood. When I used to get barbecue sauce, we want barbecue chicken. You go down and you get a you get a cheeseburger and you ask for 10 uh, barbecue yeah. uh, packets and you put that on your chicken. You got yourself something. When I met Julie, I, knew, I thought ramen noodles was the best soup you could eat in a life until I met Julie. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Dude, I fucking made. Uh, dude, I made fucking really good um chicken with um packets of a fucking uh, teriyaki oh, sauce. Banging. Oh,
1: banging! Uh I gotta send like, you like, a there chicken was... recipe. You and your wife and the kids gotta try this chicken egg bacon ranch and sour cream. You will shit your
0: pants, bro. No, I mean not Is literally. Is it like not literally? You know. Is it cracked chicken? Are you talking about crack chicken? Cracked chicken. Because we were talking. We were talking about crack chicken. He was
1: talking about it. They were just talking about it. You were just talking about crack
0: chicken? No well, we I was actually actually talking about it earlier at work. We were talking about have you chicken. tried it? Yeah, I've had crack chicken before that shit is fucking bad. Crack chicken
1: is so fucking good, man. It almost makes me want to smoke crack. You know? Right. Like shit. Like goddamn.
0: Like is this how good crack yeah. is? Like yeah. fuck-
1: I mean it is so fucking good. Julie's such a good cook, man. I don't even know. Like I said, I mean Julie can really cook, man. She makes me, like, ham, soups, all these different shit. I mean, it's unreal. I mean, I am so impressed. Um, I didn't even know what fresh vegetables was until I met Julie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I asked her how she got a hold of, yeah. Brownies, chocolate. How'd you get to make it chocolate? Yeah. I asked her how she turned a brownie chocolate. I I mean, you know what I mean? I'm born and raised in the hood. You, you know, I met you in high school and all that, but you know, you that like, you know, so I was like, you know, back, you know, I didn't know. Like I said, when I first showed up to your house, I'm like, God damn mansion. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. Wake up the t- Thirteen months old and he is strong as hell right now. He's he's really looking good up there. That little guy. He's a little offspring. I of mean, he's he's a solid red blood. He's got it in him. That's it. That's it. I would send him to Satterton, but you know what? I don't even like Satterton. I don't even like Paradise. It's like really, really like you, you're homeschooling your kids. I like that. I mean, I'm not really sure. I'm going to send them somewhere because it's like, I got to tell you, you know, it's like I've seen both
0: worlds. Man, fuck man. Satterton. Fuck Satterton, like, but I it's like Fuck, fuck them. Where fuck that your kids, you know, I,
1: Where is it that you put your I don't know, man. I It's like, Joe and I have a little bit of different opinion on this because as much as people hate the hood, I do love some of the qualities that come from the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I like the qualities as if it's like, I don't know, it's different, you know? I mean, it's different. Like, I went to school as a young boy, and I and I was hungry, and my mom's hungry, and they're like, the lunch lady in the morning, she used to give me all these breakfast sandwiches free for my school bags and shit. You know, when you go up to like a school like South and like you pay for that? I mean, is your ticket gonna right. stamp? If it don't stamp, you pay for your card. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, you're making me stand out, bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to get a free lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get a free fucking lunch,
0: man. Damn. Come down here. Oh, I love I can Florida. Enroll them in school down here. Oh,
1: I love Florida. Man, I love Florida. Listen, though, Florida Florida, you know, here's the problem. I'm a businessman. You're you're gonna be a businessman soon enough. But in sense, Florida is not for a place like me just yet because you know it's uh, uh you know shit man it moves fast for the red guy you know where you know Julie and I have you know almost we have 150 acres of land we see a car maybe a week um, one car a week um but well, we see the mailman every day <laughs> that fucking guy but otherwise yeah no I mean it's it would be different for me. You know, but I love Florida. I'm gonna tell you what, you're living my dream. If I could get me a nice little farm out there. I believe that needs a farm for the rest of his life because I'm a true cowboy concrete, you know. Um wherever I've been in my life I've came to the reality that you should be where you're where you feel best. And where Julie and I always felt best, where I've always felt best is in parks and in nature. You know, it's like the land of the free and and, uh when I went to prison, uh, it's like you know, you look out these windows and there's all this barbed wire. And you know you got nothing, and they keep you in this little fucking hole, and you're thinking, you know what? You don't miss anything out there. You miss your people, of course, you know. But I'm saying the real thing is like just the freedom, man. To hear a to yeah. hear a bird in real life, you know. Not that I'm a bad right. guy because I came to prison. I, you know, I've been to prison because you know, I. uh I mean, how do you put it? I had to learn a lesson to, you know, to to be who I am. I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, prison's not a bad thing. Some people think it is. Listen, I've owned multiple businesses. You know, I am who I am. I've made, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. um, And I've continued to give back to community. You know, my wife and I still support, you know, abused women and children. We still support all different types of networks. So it's like, you know, um, it is what it is. But I think this podcast is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you know, we're gonna have so many topics to talk about and like constant like you know, crazy shenanigans I'm sure is gonna go on and freaking they are yeah, crazy shenanigans
1: about. and then like I said, once we've spilled out enough we'll get some guests on here and it's time for them to tell us a little bit about their crazy shenanigans. What did about they do themselves? Like?
0: Right. Like, we want to know. Like, and at
1: 40, do you still feel like in your mind, you're 26? I shared with my wife the other day. I looked at a picture of a 26-year-old and I'm like, oh, this is them at 26 this is them at 40. I'm like, fuck, you can really see a difference. And I swear to God, every time I look in the mirror, I, I still see the red news.
0: Like, and uh, like, fucking... Do you feel old? I, I mean... Yes and no. Um, Like... Still feel like you know, I'm a I'm a kid at heart, but like my body feels like it's getting old. But um, I mean, shit, I was like, I'm gonna like like you said, we're gonna be fucking forty this year. Forty
1: years old, yeah. And are you happy? At fucking.
0: 40? Yeah, I mean, I extremely yeah. happy. I mean, yeah, and I told, I mean, I told Tanya like. I'm like shit. You could trade me in for two twenty-year-olds. Like yeah. that's how old I'm. Like,
1: yeah, we're old. Now, we're old. You know what? You gotta fucking... stay young at heart, and you gotta look for the future. And you know what? The matter if you, you know, you know, inside is what matters. You feel young out there. The the you know, I met a woman once, and she was a hundred and three years old, and she says to me, you know, I'm like an old piece of artwork, and I she says, sweetie, and I said, what the hell does that mean? She says. You know, the frame falls apart, but the artwork in the middle stays beautiful. Like, you know, you just, you know, we are, we are fucking awesome, man. I think, like I said, people are going to enjoy listening to us. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, we have to be open on this podcast. So people feel like they can be open when they get on. And the biggest thing is just like, be you, because, you know, you came from a different environment, your best friend. And the one man in this world that would do anything for you is completely from a different world. And, uh, and, and in reality, you know, God put us together and we have great stories. We got only 20 years of me and you being friends, but we have intercepting oh, yeah. in that, you know, what you did and what I did, you know? So mm-hmm. I,
0: we have, we, yeah. we have a lot to tell.
1: We do. Like, and, and people are going to tune in and, and, and they're going to yeah. shit their pants, man. They're going to be like, let me tune in next time. It's like, dude, you keep tuning in and you write down what you want to say when you get on. And then when you get on, we want to hear what you did in high school. And if you have a friend that, uh, you know, lasted right. that long and, you know.
0: Anything you want to talk about, write it. Yeah, write it the fuck down and like, down. like hey, reach out, reach out and, and be like, yo, I want to be a guest on your show right. and we'll make a slot for yeah. you.
1: And listen to us because, you know what, when we start making money, we're going to give money back and the people that are listening, we're going to help you get started. You know, we're not going to be. TikTok and all that's became nothing. But you know, if you're a superstar, you make more money. You know, stop feeding the people that aren't feeding us. You know, Taylor Swift, she sold out in one minute. What the fuck has right. she done for our community?
0: Exactly. And you know what? That's you know, and that's just open up another can of fucking worms oh, for me right it's now. Just opens
1: it up, right? Like all of them.
0: Like. Fucking, like, I will tell you a fucking story about fucking social media. I freaking... Well, I, we got
1: to hold that for next I will, time. Hold the social media.
0: I will hold yep. that. Yep. I will tell you that for next time. You tune in and I will fucking go all off on how I feel about social media. Yeah, you and I both. Yes, we, yes we're on it, but... We'll we'll save that for next
1: time. Yeah, we'll <laughs> dig into that real deep. We'll go everywhere on that, all the way from what it's done to our young population to where we are now, and and uh, and what it takes to become a star on it, what it doesn't. But you, know, you keep listening to us, and and you're gonna hear stories like yourself, and you're gonna open up yourself. And if you get anything from our podcast, you know. Even if it's just listen to us for a minute, think about your life and and, and talk about it in your mind and write it down and and enjoy right. it because you know we're out here two friends trying to talk on media so that people can hear us, but we want you to hear yourselves too. So, bucket man, you got a good story. Not only do you tell us, but just you know say it out loud or write it down so somebody can remember it when you're not
0: around. Exactly, one hundred percent. Listen,
1: big. To- off here in a minute because my earpiece is going to go it's apple made in japan um yep
0: make sure you charge that bitch yeah. for next time
1: i will charge that bitch for next time but uh listen i love you you know more than the world and uh and i hope you have a wonderful night
0: i love you too bro and for all you out there thanks for listening to this yeah and keep um, listening, you know. and keep listening yeah, yeah you know, stick with us. Yeah, we got know. a lot
1: of good stories about Big. You won't believe some of this shit. This guy got something
0: wrong. Oh, yeah, and the same, same with this motherfucker, too. So, like, you know, like, we stick with us, and you're gonna learn something, and fucking, you may have, get some entertainment out of it, you know, and like, you know, mm. and and even though our opinion may not fucking matter, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're gonna tell you anyway. So, um, yeah, I think we
1: should close it with that. And I think, like I said, I think the big thing is also everybody remember whether you believe in God or not, you know, red's always going to talk about God just to put it in your mind. And as long as you believe in a higher creator than yourself, you, uh, you know, continue to believe in and, uh, and may God bless your journey or whoever that you believe in, bless your journey. And, uh, all of us yeah. are equal and we'll, we'll maintain equal, you know, God bless everybody.
0: Yeah. God bless. And, um, definitely uh have yourself a wonderful evening and uh enjoy the weekend enjoy each other and uh and if you're rich
1: and fucking famous and you hear this broadcast give me some of your fucking money not your autograph give me some money so i can give it to the people that live around me that need the money you know that
0: need it more yeah man let me
1: pass it around these guys are all like let me make a TikTok video with my new fucking teeth it's like you got 900 kids in my neighborhood that, you know, in my world that right now, just in Satterton, that fucking have TTK and all these issues and these. Yeah, man. Right. Like Julie said, I need some fucking teeth, too, bro. Could use yeah. some nice platinums. You know well You got one cavity over there, don't you,
0: Kurt? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually need you got a freaking, perfect. Teeth. I need what to... what's a Kurt.
1: Kurt just gave his daughter Madison, like, fucking Bentley teeth. You see them things? <laughs> That's tough. you has got some fucking here. Bentleys. His daughter's got Bentley teeth. Yeah, I know. Going for a modeling interview next week And Kurt's like oh I don't know anything about teeth man Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> Julie's over here with a fucking hammer And a chisel getting ready to take out my molar <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: He's like, you got that shit close the door Alright right, listen man I love everybody Good out right. there Listen we got so much to talk about But I am signing off before this great yes. Apple pod dies on me but anyway
0: And I'll leave it on this Yeah Here's My my ending thought of the day is help control the people population, get spayed or neutered.
1: Yeah, man. He said help control. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Help control the population, get spayed or neutered. I like that. I like that a lot. You know what I got to say? I got, you know what I got to say? Help control the population and let the migrants in. Let America become America. If we get some migrant fucking workers right now, things are going to get much better for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. We should probably fix our own Americans because they're stupid with it. But uh, these migrants, we need to bring them over. You know what I mean? I'll tell you right now. You want to order me up ten fucking Mexicans? I'll take them tomorrow. They'll
0: fucking work for their asses. You're as well, goddamn too.
1: right. And I don't care who they are. They can be immigrants if they're from Texas. You call me right now, and you and you go ahead and get a ride down here, and I'll put a trailer in my backyard. You can live here, motherfucking free, and I will treat you just like you should be, which is like a goddamn American. You can have food and dinner every day with my family. As long as you don't fuck my wife without me watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. He fucks my wife. I'm going to tell you what. I'll cook his dick and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julie liked that one too. Stirring the wife around. She likes it. Oh, shit. Listen, I'll tell you what. In reality, I mean, listen, let the migrants in. I'm a farmer, and I think that, you know what? They help America, became America. We're all migrants, and I'm so sick of this world. And let me sign off one more thing. If you vote for Donald Trump, fuck you. That's all I got to say. And it's not against Donald Trump, but fuck you, Donald Trump. If you hear me right now, if you got people listening to media anywhere scanning your shit, real TV, real this, fuck you, all this, okay? Not against Donald Trump. I got nothing against him. You know what? The one thing I got against him is he's not a representation of me, and uh, people keep saying that. As long as it's non-government, that means the representation of us. But it doesn't remind me of you, and it doesn't remind me of. Uh, are you there? Yeah,
0: your head, yeah, your headset, your headset died. Head said died. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Later. Later.